man, this comic book sucks. And the reviews online said it was good. I wasted my money. Why didn't somebody tell me? Hey everybody, this is Spinner Rack and we're back with our comic reviews. We have three reviews today to do for you and um, you know, this might be an okay week. We might not be that rough and it's not the producer talking, that's not the producer and me talking. We have a, well before we get into our reviews, we have to, you have to introduce our man Cal, Calvin Ellis. Say what's up. How's it going people? Glad to be here. All right, so we brought, we've been, you know, we're back. We've done the X-Men one a long time ago, and now the X-Men have restarted. They have the X-Men Blue, Gold, and a bunch of new titles, and we're, it's right up to X-Men Blue number four. Jean Grey is the leader. We, um, and they're on a little bit of a, they on, this is almost a classic X-Men story, where they're using Cerebro, they chase, they find there's a new mutant, they run into someone that's been killed, slashed up. It looks like it's, you know, three claws. Is it Wolverine? And there's a human there. And this is another interesting part about the X-Men is interaction with humans. Like, not just the ones that are trying to kill them, just the ordinary detective. So it's the story is going, going pretty decent. But then it leads into stuff that I don't know. There's another Wolverine, and this is Wolverine's son from the Ultimate Universe, which Jimmy is Hudson. Jimmy Hudson, which is a hot, even, like, if Wolverine is hot, Jimmy Hudson is, like, the Brad Pitt of Wolverine <laughs> characters. But now he has the hair, so he doesn't have, I think, uh, I think Art Adams drew him and he had, like, normal hair. Now he has the Wolverine hair, he has the beard. So, I mean, he's like when Hugh Jackman started in, <laughs> you know, a handsome Wolverine. So he comes, he has his fear, he fights the, the original X-Men for a little while, and then it leads to what the next thing is. The what is this fear that he has? So it started out okay, but I'm not too keen on having this whole, this, this thing that's been going on in these X-Men books have been these universe, especially in this, the blue title, the alternate universe stuff. Uh, which universe are these original X-Men from? And it's kind of getting confusing to me, and it's going into some stuff that I think they need, X-Men need to be simplified to what this story was. They're going out, they're finding new mutants, they need to either help or stop them, and then you have the human interaction, and that's, I mean, you don't always have to do that, but this brings it home. But once you get into this universe stuff, it gets kind of confusing for me. So what did you think about it? Well, like I said, like we've discussed before, I'm a big fan of that, you know, the first five as I like to call them. Marvel Girl, Cyclops, Angel, Beast, <clears throat> and Iceman. You give me those five, and I'm willing to read X-Men. I'm not 100% sure why. I really don't know. Maybe it's because I missed out on those early stories. A lot of them, you know, I got, I had to read a lot of the stuff that came with the new X-Men, and then it just became so expansively hard to follow because there were just so many mutants after a period of time. Mm -hmm. and this, I mean, like, if you started reading in the Bronze Age and you came all the way through to the 90s when they had the first X-Men Gold and X-Men mm -hmm. Blue teams, it just got really dodgy following along if you were actually doing it. But I've always been very receptive to these characters. And now I'm looking at this book, and it was the same thing. The first couple of pages, I was like, okay. And then once I realized it was, it was funny. I read the first couple of pages, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be into this. Then I was like, oh, it's the first five. Oh, yeah, sure, I'm going to give this a try. 
So they go, you know, they have a minor adventure. You know, I'm not too really concerned about Jimmy Hudson coming on or so forth. But I did like the interplay between those original five. The only problem I have with it is that my mind is like, wait a minute, wait a minute. How are these guys here in their own book having an adventure? This doesn't mm -hmm. quite make any sense to me. And then you realize, okay, they took these guys from the past and then brought them to the future, which is the biggest cheat I have ever seen, yeah. simply because they, they're trying to avoid resurrecting Phoenix yet again. This is the only way they can get around that. Because if not, they would just have to bring Jean Grey back over here, and that makes no sense whatsoever. So if we bring them all back, and then that's where you get the nonsense with, uh, with Iceman being gay and everything else that's come along with it. But yeah. thankfully... That wasn't a big issue. For, that wasn't a big issue. It was a, It was entertaining. It mm -hmm. was entertaining as stories would go. I have to, tr you know, I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to be as fair as possible because I am very open to any storyline that has that, you know, f that uh, that first five in it. It's one of the reasons I was reading X Factor when that came out, and it's one of the reasons why I'm pretty certain I like this one. But I'm just very open to those. I'm very open to that uh, that team lineup, and I was very open to this one as well. Well, I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to say this is exactly what it is for you, but when I read the originals and I, you know, read reading them at post um, the new X Men. Obviously, you look at the new X Men and it's like you got Wolverine and Colossus, Storm, and they look and they, even to less extent Nightcrawler, and they look flashier to stand the other. But when you go back to those originals, the interplay is something that the new X Men don't have because they're not connected as friends and they, you know, those when, when, and those personalities where they don't dis, they they were the one marvel book where the they didn't argue as much as the other characters they had the teamwork and there was no i even when like cyclops becomes leader he's like well beast and angel they sh probably should be it and then professor xavier's like no it's you and then when they find out he is they're like oh yeah, that that makes sense. Like they don't, there's no fight, and most of the Marvel books is about bickering. And now you can see when Chris Claremont started, it was a lot of bickering in those new ones, but it didn't always re, it, you know, feel true. But then when you see the originals, and that's the things that worked in. I don't think the Bendis run worked at all, but when he got to do the interplay, what has Bendis ever done that's worked? But I mean, like you, with the, it's hard to get the where he messed up is changing the characters, changing Dream into like you know. More of he, like that's what, that's what he always does because these guys don't. A lot of the times with the characters, there's nowhere else to go with them. It's just telling some solid. He stories got the original them. with nothing. He turned them into Claremont characters. Yeah. Where Gene is like, all right, the everyone. The original characters are growing up together. That's mm -hmm. probably the reason why there's less bickering. They don't have all those years of well, we have like 18 years of animosity towards each other or something. They're mm -hmm. still going on these new adventures. They're young, very optimistic. At least if I'm following along with what you're saying. And that sort of thing, I mean, to be honest, that translates into what I've, when they were on X Factor, a lot of that was the same stuff. I remember at one point I'm reading Defenders, and it, the makeup of the Defenders, there were three X-Men. Mm -hmm. Beast was on, Iceman was on, and Angel was on. And these guys are just happy to see each other. Yeah. They, they break yeah, into like, hey, maybe the time we snuck in the Scots room, yeah. you know, almost like a Beatles type of thing mm -hmm. to, to a certain extent. So I, I get that same type of vibe right over here. And yes, you are correct. There was nothing but bickering. The moment you put Wolverine on that squad, there yeah, was nothing yeah. but bickering. The uh, you know, you know, the tension, you know, the macho BS that had well, to come with it. If you look at it, not in this comic. If you look at it in when they were writing, if you look at when the originals came along, like when the originals came back, and they were saying to Cyclops, fearless leader, where all the fans now they look, like, oh, Cyclops was such a jerk. He was so tough to Wolverine. It's like 
he's giving orders to these other guys, and they're just like, yeah, whatever. I mean, he knows what he's, you know, like, he's not going to steer us wrong. And they were like, no matter what Cyclops said, they were, like, complaining. It was like, no matter what happened, and then you can see, as it went along, you could see they were trying to create something where it worked together, where Wolverine was starting to stop doing it, um, Storm was more co-leader, and it starting to move in a way that was a little better, but then it changed the dynamic again where Storm became, you know, sorry to say, like, uber, she was an uber wench, no. <laughs> but she was, you know, she was over, so every time when they came back together, she could never get along with Cyclops, and it always looked bad on Cyclops, and it was just like, they worked together for, like, all before Jean died. Like, he's talking to her about Phoenix, like, there's moments where they say they're the brains of the X-Men, him, Storm, and Beast, and they keep... After that, like Storm is like, nope, I can't talk about this. We maybe we're not the right. Maybe Magneto's right. It's like, so I mean, X Men is something, especially the original, is very close to me. The only thing they didn't have was you know strong villains up until Neil Adams sort of came along and brought back all the Kirby stuff. But I mean, if you read those Roy Thomas stuff, they're a lot of fun. Their interaction, even the aspect of which everyone gets wrong that Beast held back and stayed in the background because of Cyclops. Gene didn't have a relationship with. Cyclops for years. She f felt something for Cyclops, and then Cyclops had the, you know, he had, he's a handicap because he has, he's, he's where he can't have, doesn't want to have any interaction because he could hurt somebody. Yeah, he was the only one with, he was yeah. the, the first mutant mutant. Yeah. Where like his powers were a problem, where everybody else was like, okay, fine. If people found out, how would mm -hmm. they react? Yeah. But, you know, it wasn't like Iceman, you know, okay, you know, I have to have, like, a, a heat belt on to make sure the snow melts. <laughs> you know, so yeah. Cyclops, was, Cyclops was that, you know, he was the first one before they had, you know, Beast becoming hairy or the other mutants were like, look, I got stuff growing off my face and, you know, mm -hmm. people are going to know. And, yeah. you know, that was Cyclops. So, I mean, it's in the, I mean, I guess we can, we can go to reviews on this. It, I mean, this book is on the right track. It's just, I know it's hard not to get into the Claremont Marvel alternate universe stuff, and I think you can just do some good X-Men stories, bring back some old villains, but not always do the all. I mean, they, it looked like the way it ended, they're gonna do some big alternate universe stuff, which, you know, I mean, that's the big reveal, I guess, is that they're gonna find that they're either not, or they're from the alternate universe, who knows where they're from, but. Yeah, yeah I, won't, I won't be around for that. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I don't know. I'm going to begrudgingly give this a three. I think it's readable. It was enjoyable. The art's good. It's okay comic on my end. Well, four for me. Hey, you, you get two. You get two simply because you had the you know you had the first five there, <laughs> and another two because to be quite honest, I don't enjoy a lot of X Men reads. I find mm -hmm. th that one time travel story with Days of Future Past has just it, it that grew exponentially. That's one of the reasons why we have this story with these guys being taken from the past. Yeah. But I can't say it wasn't enjoyable. I can't say it wasn't, and again, one of the things I always look for, can I get into this issue without needing to read what came before, two or three issues? And mm -hmm. you can do that. No, you so can't if you don't me. know Jimmy Hudson. How are you so I don't need to know who Jimmy Hudson is, okay? I, I just do. Because well, no, the point Another Wolverine. Yeah, because you're an X-Men guy. So you're like, hey, I, I missed this one. I know X-23. But for me, the non-X-Men guy, hey, it's another Wolverine. No big deal. This might as well, you can just call him Sabretooth for all I care. No. Just show me he the He looks adventure. more like Sabretooth or Wild just, Child. Just show me the adventure. So that's a 3.5. You round up, so it's a 4 all together. No, it's not that a 4 all together. That means the money's not ill spent. <laughs> you don't round up. You don't round up on that one. 
We'll see you later. Thanks, Thanks Benarek. You saved me money. <laughs>